this intro is long. Oh lord. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, y'all, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I'm so excited. Um, hopefully, hey, hopefully the last episode that you listened to was the <laughs> the episode with my friend Natalia and India, my friends. Uh, we're just talking crap. We're just talking about boys. That was obviously meant to be a more lighthearted uh, podcast episode because, yeah, like we do get spiritual and we do get real. But, you know, I just like to laugh. So I hope I heard, you know, friends come up to me and they're I did. I really didn't really promote it in, like all like that when it came out. Just one post and like, it's coming out and people came. People actually listen to it like people I know. And I was like, mm. I apologize because, as you know, like I was on crackhead energy mode. Like, when it's past my bedtime, I don't make sense. So, anyways, um, I wanted to talk about Halloween. Honestly, I just thought about it randomly someday and I wrote it down. And it's just such a funny topic to me. Um, but anyways, let me just go on here and just break this. Let me just, let me just start the conversation. Okay. I, I don't celebrate Halloween. I, it's not like a whole, it's not from a, like a Jehovah Witness thing. I'm not Jehovah Witness, so I don't even know why I would even try to clarify that. Like, I'm not, I've never claimed to be such. Um, yeah, I don't celebrate Halloween. <clears throat> I don't do it. And, and I have my reasons. And personally, okay, I'm going to make an appeal. I'm going to make an argument. I don't think Christians, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, you're already rolling your eyes. Oh, here we go again. Chris, I think saying that you don't think other people should be doing just because you don't want to do it. No, I genuinely, like, listen, listen, listen. Okay, okay. Let's not come off as like, I'm talking to me. I'm not going to come off to you as like, this is why you shouldn't. I'm just, let's just like be chill and let's like have fun and let's just talk about lives. Honestly, I just think, okay, okay, okay. So I was actually in a class, right? I was in an ethics class. Um, and if you, if you've ever taken an ethics class or a humanities class, whatever the heck, anything, anything goes as a learning like subject in that class, you can literally talk about anything and that will be your grade. And you'll like, I love classes like that where you it literally just feels like a podcast. Like the professor gets a prompt and everyone in the class is just like, boom, boom, bop, blah, blah. like these are my opinions and everything like that. Right. So that's because I because I go to a Christian school. So the professor brought up because um, I think it was fall semester. Yeah, he brought up. This was like last year, I think he or maybe two years ago. I don't know. Maybe last year he brought up Halloween and not the pastor. He's a professor. He is a pastor, too, but he's a professor and a student. He's he's first of all, there's no way he would even have access to this podcast because no. But if you're listening, professor. Professor P Professor Petey, I'm just gonna say your name. You're the best. To me, I loved have anyways. Best professor I've ever had in my entire life. Anyway, so he opened up the the forum like but in class, like, um, Halloween, what's your stance on it? Do you think churches should even celebrate Halloween? Like, do you think churches should even try? Because there's just so much controversy surrounded around it. And because he's also a pastor, this guy is so cool. He runs marathons, like the iron thing, like, and he's like getting his second, like PhD or no, no, I don't know. I think he has two masters and one PhD. I don't know. He's so cool. And he's a pastor, professor, pastor, student. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so amazed. So, be, okay. So him being a pastor, I'm giving squirrel energy right now. So him being a pastor, he was like, I'll tell you right now. There's been a lot of controversy with us trying to figure out what do we do? Do we just make a fall festival and just invite people on Halloween? Do we just and literally that day because we were talking about it because Halloween was coming up soon. And that day, the staff kids, the, the church staff kids, right, had like a little Halloween march through the I won't say Halloween march, but it was like a candy, you know, parade thing where they like march through the church in their cute little costumes and go through you know just the church and visit the staff like their parents and pastors and all the office staff and whatever because it's it's a lot going it's a big it's a mega church um where my school is hosted at my christian school because i go to a campus a satellite site i don't know what that means anyways so so that morning because it was a morning class i saw like a parade of 
PKs, pastors, kids, church staff, kids, whatever, giving out candy. All the adults are like taking photos. Oh, you guys are so cute. <laughs> my, yeah, that's my son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was like, listen. So the professor said was like, he was like, listen, like. I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't post that on social media because I know we would get backlash. There's just certain things that we'll do. But it's like, oh, we won't show everybody that we do that because we know that we'll get the crowd that's like, whatever, Halloween's whatever. Like, that's the way that we evangelize and reach out to people because um, specifically for my church, they do a fall festival or like, I think recently because it was like Miss Corro Corro Vital Vitus. We had a trunk or treat, right? So if you don't know what that is, you just decorate your trunk and you hand out candy. But because of that, we use it as like an outreach opportunity for the community that we're in, in my town. Um, and a, a lot of people ended up coming to our church. And um, I'm sure, yeah, I think we had salvations out of that. So so we saw the fruit in that. So when he brought that up as a subject, I was like, wow, interesting, interesting, interesting. And I know that a lot of churches have deal with that. Like, do we just sit this out? Do we have our own thing? Like, should we participate in a holiday that literally has nothing to do with Christianity at all? No one even claims. That's not even, it's just, it, it really don't. If you don't even know what Halloween is, I mean, listen, it's not, it's not a Christian thing at all. I don't think anyone thinks that it is or believes that or even has that stance. That's asinine. But if you don't know what it is, it's a, it's, it's not, it's just like a rig- originally a pagan holiday. And it's not secretive, like witch talk if you've ever been on that i've never but sometimes you stumble across stuff on the internet the internet is a terrible sewage dumpster fire of a place a hellhole but sometimes there's just beautiful pockets of peace and joy and love like there's a anyways but i love the internet (laughs) okay so witch talk so it's it's basically like a corner of the the social media of the internet where witches gather and they just like make content like witch content and specifically for halloween they turn up they're like oh girl i can't wait here my spells yes here my crystals yes the full moon like but my thing is is like okay hearing this especially in an immigrant household a very ethnic household i remember seeing halloween like for my first time consciously because i immigrated to america i was the age of one and then i think we moved to jacksonville from atlanta um, when I was like three, I think. And I, I remember my first conscious because everything, I don't remember anything literally prior to the age of like maybe three, two, three. I don't remember anything because it was strictly African. And then all of a sudden things just started happening in English. So, so I consciously remember witnessing my very first Halloween and my mom, um, she didn't, she didn't know anything about it. So she would let us like bring home candy and all that stuff until she until it was that day at night she watched the the trick-or-treating and the costumes and I don't know there was one night it would just look freaky it was a full moon and it was dark and like I just saw like people like slowly descending from stairs from I don't know that it could have been like my childhood imagination but I remember watching that from my window and I was like this is this kind of freaks me out um, but my, that day, it wasn't until that same night, my mom was like, we are not celebrating this. And I remember coming home with that, you know, the apple, the caramel covered apple with the, like the peanuts on top or whatever that is, the cash. I don't know what that is. Type of nut it is. She, I literally was like, oh, yes, I got it from squat. I can't wait to eat it. That lady, my mother, mi madre, she literally threw it on the floor. She's like, you are not eating that. We did not celebrate Halloween in this house. Absolutely not. So I've never like celebrated halloween i have dressed up i got when i was much older for a we used to call it my church used to call it a hallelujah night it's really cute and basically i mean it was just essentially it was the same thing as halloween to be completely honest like there was a field there were games there was candy yeah it was it was halloween (laughs) halloween for the public but obviously halloween in origin is not a holiday to like get candy and dress up Yes, the dressing up too. But there's different stuff on the internet. Child, I've heard like, oh, you dress up because it's the demons go out and it's a way to... Child, I don't know. I don't know. See, it don't even sound like something Christians would be even messing with. It just sounds crazy. It sounds, it sounds like crack personified. And, you know, and so that's the argument. Like, that's the contention that churches are having because they... It's like no one is arguing that this thing isn't... This is not a Christian holiday. It's just not. 
No one's arguing that. Um, but like, what do we do? Because churches have co- always hosted, not always, but like have usually hosted a fall festival, a carnival, something on Halloween, but a Christian version of it. But, but it's literally just the same thing as the rest of the world does. You dress up, you get candy, you trick or treat. And even, and people are aware of the, like the spiritual and the spooky side of Halloween. No one's hiding that. And the funny thing is like bringing it back to witch talk or like witches and all that stuff. They're not hiding it. Like before I'm telling you saying like, Oh, I don't celebrate Halloween. People will look at you like you lost your ever loving mind. Like you're weird. Like, Oh, let me guess. You also wear jean skirts and no makeup. Like that was weird. Now people, Oh, I don't really celebrate Halloween. It's kind of dark. People will be like, oh, yeah, I can see that. People will understand like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can actually see that. Because everything that people, it's like conspiracy theories. Like you would say it because you've, maybe you saw something, you heard something. Like I, I remember I was little, maybe you relate. Like I've heard stories of people that used to be witches, used to be in occults, used to be in, in witchcraft and all this stuff. And they were like Christians and they got out, got delivered, crazy story. And then they would tell Christians, like Christians, do not celebrate this holiday. This is not for us. Like this this ain't, this is not for us y'all. And it, this holiday is dark and, and it, it's just, so they would warn believers like, Hey, like this is not like, you don't know what you're messing with. You don't know what you're getting your kids or yourself into what you're opening up, inviting yourself into it. I mean, I remember I would spend Halloween's. We would just, we just wouldn't do anything when I was little. Like I just like go to work sometimes, but like, I go to work. I just work. I just, cause I'm not going to, everyone's out. Like, what am I going to do? We would stay. I remember when I was little, I would stay at home and all these kids would be like trick or treat, knock on our door. My mom. <laughs> She'd be like, no, we don't do it. We do not celebrate. No, I don't want, she literally make a sign like a very ghetto, like printer papers with like pen writing, no trick or treat. Do not ring this doorbell. Do not knock on our door. And some kids would because they were bad and baby. And it was just, it was just kind of rough. Like we would get candy, but we wouldn't get trick or treat candy or like Halloween candy. Or like maybe you can wait the next day and every candy's on sale. Like, um, so like, so it's not like I was like miserable without baby. I was eating. Let me tell you something. One thing baby Acrizo is going to do is, okay. Are you kidding me? So immigrant vibes. Let me stop. So. Hey, shut up your mouth. Okay, much better. So, um, yeah. So when my professor brought that up, like, what, what do you think churches should do? He wasn't asking that, like, you are the church board. What, what should we do as a church do? He just, again, it's the ethics class. It was a point of a grade, point of a conversation, and just exploring, like, different perspectives and all that stuff. Um, and I'm going to get to my point at the end, cause this is a very interesting conversation, right? Like this is a very interesting, interesting topic. Um, my stance was no before I was like, yeah, I'm cool with fall festival, like hallelujah nights, whatever, like a Christian version. But then I sat back and I was like, why, why are we like, what's, like, why are we trying to get into stuff that's so blatantly like not, not at all. Like for us or not at all like Christian you know what I mean like this is literally like ghosts demons like that's celebrated like the scarier you are the spookier you are the the killer like we celebrate Friday the whatever the with serial killers like that's like that element of fear and like death and like gore and that's very much Halloween and that's not like trying to be like I, it's just that's just facts bro like it, it just is that's just that's what that's for and I don't I don't think that's anything anybody would argue against because um around Halloween Orlando opens up for that what is it, horror nights and growing up I, all these people all my friends would be all in high school be like oh yeah we're going to uh, we're going to Orlando for the horror nights and we're just gonna get scared and so it's not like that's just what it that's literally just it is what it is like that it is what so in my head just through time I was like well this doesn't really make sense like why do we want to fight to be included in this so bad like people are gonna celebrate Halloween 
Let them have their own holiday. What the freak they got to do with us? What the H? What the H does Halloween have to do with Christians? Like genuinely, like why do we have to include ourselves in a conversation that no one invited us into? I'm not even saying should it should it be a thing. People are gonna do what they're gonna do. Why the H do we need to be in it? You don't see me. Well, strip clubs are a thing, so I think we should find a way to evangelize. No one's coming to it, bro. No, <laughs> the, it reminds me because I remember I was on like a mission trip in my country, my birth country, DRC, and we stumbled across like a bar, and and my some of my team we were like, you you want to go in and like preach the gospel, and we we're like, sure, I guess. I mean, it's there. You might as well just ask. And um, one of the translators went in, and they're like, hey, is it okay? Yeah, we want to just like share about God. And the person that was in the bar was like, nah, this ain't a place that you you share the gospel <laughs> he was like this is he's like this is weird this might no um maybe some some other place some other time and it, it made me laugh because it, it's just random like oh yeah we shared a gospel in the bar that's funny to me that's a funny rendition of those people that were like yeah i go to the bar and i share the gospel and then down the line they end up like cheating on their wives and like spiraling out because they really thought they could actually be strong in that setting that's not like a like a strip club or a bar like a like it's just not a setting that makes like it don't it doesn't look good like it, it it's not it's not curated to Christians it's not curated to like Christianity Jesus followers that nobody was thinking about us nobody was thinking about you when they created this they weren't thinking oh the the Christians gonna love it no this is a casino like hello like we don't that's not for you why do we want to fight to be included in stuff that literally no one invited us to not a single soul and it's funny because it's like especially with my ethnic background africans largely now it's obviously because of because of globalization and everybody's more exposed to other cultures okay you don't have to call me potential spam i repeat you um globalization like people are more exposed to other cultures specifically the glamorized western culture that i know that africans love to glamorize like we love american stuff we just do and if you don't believe me then go through a basic village in africa someone selling shoes that says american eagle gucci that's not american but like all these american trends that americans love to do we just like imitating it it's just it's seen as the best and we just yeah you want to be in, in on that too so but that's just facts i mean that's just there it's just present so, um, what was I saying? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. From an ethnic background. Like if we, I didn't celebrate that. That's, that's like largely, I won't say an America thing, but it's big in the West. I don't have experience being a European ever in my life. So I can't speak for Europeans, Christian Europeans. I don't know if I'm sure they celebrate Halloween. I don't know. I don't know what y'all do. I don't keep up like that, but like in America, in Africa, <laughs> That's not celebrated in our culture, um, largely. It's not a traditional thing. It's nothing that we even know. We don't partake in that. It's funny because we got heck of witchcraft. <laughs> Anyways, so coming to America, it's like, wait a minute. And that's where it, it made me think of the conversation that I had with my friend. Where it's like, where you're preaching the gospel. Are you preaching church culture or are you actually preaching the gospel? Like how much of that is american culture and how much of what you're preaching is the actual gospel for example like um funny story but i remember when my mom was just ranting to me one day and she was talking about how um how a long time ago in her country like missionaries came over it was specific either pentecostal or holiness or whatever whatever they came to drc and they would preach to congolese people and if you just to preface if you don't understand congolese people are the most extra goofiest i'm kidding no we look extra i'm prince colors bold loud colors like we look a mess personally in my opinion but anyways they congolese people love dressing up we love looking american or we love looking our best we love smelling our best mm. Mm, i won't say that <laughs> largely i'm from the capital city so it's more it's more city life like city girl it's it's just you just it's just a different compared to like Lubumbashi that's a big city ish but like or like somewhere like a small town 
I'm just, we're city people. So city people are just more bougier and they, yeah, they do smell better <laughs> because where I went, people were stank. I'm, I'm sorry. Like Africans be stank. I don't like that. And I don't like that for us, but I'm gonna call y'all out. Like where the, I saw deodorant in the storefronts. I saw it. There's a whole aisle. Buy it. Buy it. I'm begging you. So anyways, but Congolese people were just extra. We're, we like being fashionable we love we just love that so that's that's how we are culturally so um so when these pentecostal people missionaries came over they're like you need to not wear makeup you need to wear you need to dress like this you need to look like us my mom literally told me that they looked at the pentecostal and they're like we'll accept the gospel but mm, you want us to look like you no babes and it's the funniest thing ever because she was like i don't know why people dress ugly when they come to africa I don't, she was just ranting about that and she with her african accent her little French African accent. I don't know why people <laughs> so like, so, and she was just saying like, nah, like, nah, nah we're not going to look like y'all. Y'all look like trash. So it's funny. So where was I even going with that? To be completely honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm going to connect that. So in that way, when we come to America and we see people doing this tomfoolery, it's like, can you imagine explaining Halloween to an African person? That's a Christian. That's like American culture. That's not, christian culture because yeah everybody has their culture but then there's church culture i guess people say kingdom culture that you know as a believer we should all be living you know primarily under to be honest um so it's like imagine explaining a person who has never seen halloween never never celebrated it is aware of witchcraft that's a negative thing it's a negative connotation it's not a good thing it's not celebrated it's just no, like that's the, for a lot of people who are poor, that's their last resort or that's like how people get back at people. And it's just not a good thing, period though. So imagine coming to America and then you go to a church. You're like, yes, I feel God. Like, oh yeah, I'm so excited. God, I, I know he's in here. And then they tell you, oh yeah, we celebrate Halloween. You're like, okay, what's that babes? What's that? I like it. What well, it sounds good. So for ha Halloween, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Like, yeah, we dress up in scary costumes and then we give people candy. Ah, scary like what? Oh, let me show you. There are, there are vampires, monsters, murderers, scary blood gore. But you know, it's so fun. Can you imagine what could cross your mind as an African immigrant? You're like, what the H? Uh-uh. You want, to, you, 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 you want me to resemble demons for candy. And then you all come out at nights. Go into the people house, house to house to house. You're scaring people. You you want to act demonic. Everything's decorated demonically. Ah. Ah ah. For what? What's the what's the purpose? What is the game? I have to do this. Get out of my face. It's crazy. So that's my perspective. Again, bringing it back to my very first time I consciously remembered Halloween. Seeing that. It's just, it's just, I'm not even trying to spook people out. It's scared. No, it's just, but the thing of the facts are, that's just what that's, that's for. It's not, it's not, it's not Christmas. It's not like joy and life and happiness and jolliness and short elves. Like it's very much just thrives on that scary, dark. It just is what it is. That's just is what it is. <laughs> Period. So like seeing that that's American or that's Western. Again, I don't know. I'm pretty sure European celebrate Halloween. But that's that culture. That's not a Christian thing. That's not just a part of life. That's just, that's, that's a cultural thing. It's not a, like a general thing like birth and birthdays and funerals. That's, that's not, no. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, 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 so. Well, all that in mind, I remember bringing up in that class, I was like, the pastor was like, okay, so professor was like, what do you think Christian churches to do? I was like, honestly, there's so much controversy surrounding it. And to the point where I had to ask, like, why bother? Because I've heard the the arguments of like, well, we've had a lot. We've out we've done outreaches and we've seen souls come to the kingdom through this. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, that's great. That's great. God can use that. And I think that's fabulous. Regardless, though, I just think that Christians should just sit this one out. Like, it just has nothing to do with us. Like, no one needs us. Like, we literally are not needed in this space at all. The same way we're not needed in a strip club. The same way we are not needed in that bar in DRC. We're not needed in places that aren't created for us. Um, we're just not needed. I think people could relate that to, like, people could have, like, a counter argument. Be like, oh, well, Jesus hung out with sinners and da-da-da. 
so like that's not a space where that's like created for jesus or holiness to thrive or whatever but yet jesus did that you could say that as a counter argument my point is is like he hung out with them but he didn't he didn't like do life with them like he 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 sat with the sinners he ate and drank with the sinners they weren't his disciples babes they they weren't his disciples there were specifically his 12 and obviously there were more disciples they were not just it wasn't 12 he didn't only have 12 there were actually more disciples the people that followed Jesus and through and all that stuff there were, there was women that helped him and there's a lot of followers of God of Jesus um but he had his 12 right that he selected right so it's like yeah yeah but here's the thing it's like the gospel was for the Jews they were Jews initially oh I hate now that I said that I have to explain that you remember the story with Jesus and the woman whose lady, whose daughter was uh, possessed and he, and she was like, yeah, you need to heal my daughter. Please. I'm asking you to heal me. He's like, babies, I came for the Jews. I came for the, the house of, you know, the tribe of this. I came for this. This is not for you. You're a dog. And she was like, okay, babes, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that falls from the master's table. And he was like, oh my gosh, such faith. Uh, your, your daughter's healed. And it was in that hour. Her, her daughter was healed of devils and sick and all that stuff. So that's initially what I'm talking about. Like he was called to God was Jesus came for the to bring salvation and to li- to deliver the world from their sins. But the people that he ministered to largely Oh, India's calling me. Um were to his own people. Like from the bloodline of David. It, it these are God's it's Israel. Listen, he had a covenant with them. Obviously, if you read the book of Romans 11, I want to say 11, specifically 11, the Apostle Paul explains everything better where it's like they were the, they are the like initial and, you know, they are the natural children of Abraham. We're the spiritual children of Abraham and we're grafted in because of Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? And it's not like they're greater. Or we're lesser. We're both branches. Jesus is divine. <sighs> Romans 11. It's a really good read. There's so much to explain there, but it's actually quite simple. But anyways, um, dang, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh my gosh. Natural Jews. <laughs> Jews. Uh, oh, hold on. I got to go back and listen. I'm sorry. Okay. I've gone back and listened. Yeah. The gospel. Jesus came. Largely, he ministered to the Jews first. <clears throat> what was I saying about that, though? Okay, I remember. The space created for Jesus. Uh, like, Jesus kept the sinners and all that stuff. Yeah, but he still came for his initial purpose. That's not where he, where he, he still had boundaries and like, I'll sit with you. But there, there's still, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he came to save the world. He's the Messiah, babes. <laughs> okay. But even in the Bible, even then, past Jesus in the flesh, in the Bi- New Testament Jesus, I want to say. And even Old Testament before, where do you see that in the book of Psalms where David was like, I will not even sit with the mockers corners or an assembly of sinners. I won't, I won't, I won't assembly with them. And then in, you see in the New Testament past Jesus's resurrection, um, where the apostle Paul preaches is like, you know, like, you know, just like, just basically, you know, the company you keep, like, don't even like don't the people that are carnal like don't even just don't don't connect yourself no 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 don't do that and and like the importance basically perpetuating the importance of building a community with the body of christ people that sharpen you people that uplift you yeah yeah that's your inner circle that's your community that's not the people that you're going to draw from it's not the people that are going to build you up there's they're just not there for that they just they could but it's like it's just uh, uh, that's not where that's not where it's completely at do you get what i mean there's something unique there's something different about the body of having relation with relationship with the body of christ like familial relationship and there's just something about that that's different where they can uplift you more than physically spiritually they can speak into your life they can sharpen you that's that's and that's like a way that's deeper than than you would honestly receive from people in the world. Not that you can't have close friendships with people that are worldly. You totally can. But it's just different. You and I know. And if you don't know, I would like I'm I would love for you to find that in somebody. 
and a Christian person. It's different and it's a blessing. It's such a blessing to have friends that pray for you, that would fast for you, that would give their life for you. Whereas the Bible says like greater love, there's no greater love than a friend. There's no greater love than a friend who lays his life down for friends, something like that. Yeah, like there's no greater love than that. You know, who's willing to do that? It's just, that's a beautiful thing. Anyways, so that space is not even curated for us. Like it's again, again, did the lady who come to Jesus, who again, Jesus didn't come for her. He didn't come for her. She wasn't Jewish. Did the lady benefit? Yeah. I'm not saying that God can't work with ministering and evangelizing during Halloween and evangelizing during in a, in a strip club, for example. It's weird, but it's not like, I don't think that it, it'll like, you won't just see nothing there's a possibility but but there's just it's just why why (laughs) why go that length when you can just go like do an outreach you can just somewhere else or you can just have an evangel a crusade that draws in bigger crowds that draws in bigger number that's more reach i think that's an even better atmosphere for that to just be a thing honestly and secondly like you can tell the difference like when you come to preach the gospel of people and they never ask for you to come they're just like, okay, like, why are you in my face? And I don't even, I'm not even against people who are just like, why are you screaming? Like, you, this might be a little controversial, but hey, I'm just going to be honest. Like, you know, those videos of people like standing up in public, maybe at an airport and just preaching the gospel to people and people in the comments will be like, literally, why are you doing this to us? Like, please shut up. Or like, and people just like, no one asked for this. I I agree. It's like, yeah, I mean, again, people could be saved. And I've heard stories of people getting saved. Like I heard a story about a guy who was in an airport and God told him to stand up, start speaking and say this because there's somebody here that's going to kill themselves. And that man, by the Holy Ghost, preached the message, just God just filling his mouth up with words. And he was like, I feel like someone here is about to take their life. And this is what God wants to say. And he just stood up. He didn't know who it was. He just said it in public in an airport. Literally, I think like two people or whatever. Like it wasn't one person. It was like a good amount of people. Dang, that was a loud notification. I need to turn my, I always forget to turn my notifications off. When I'm recording. Basically it was like, that was for me. Oh my goodness. Like I was literally going to kill myself today or very soon or something like that. And God gets the glory, but also at the partially, it's like everybody is just like, again, the key is do not live life caring about what people think like that. Like, don't let it rule your life. But also it's like, that's again, that's not really a space curated for like the gospel to be preached. Do you get what I mean? Like, cause I've heard, of, I've heard of like, for example, recently there is a evangelist, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. He just preached at, I think Stooges, which is like a motorcycle, like crew, like, event thing and he rented a stage he rented a stage he bought it thousands of dollars and that was advertised where he was going to be used he's going to use that stage in that like um i want it was like a it's like a it's not a festival it's not a carnival but it's like an event like think of coachella like that like people gather together and then they just have it's like a event you know where a certain community comes like a i think not convention maybe i don't know and he, that's where he did his crusade to like bikers, you know, the like biker gangs. And the thing is, what's different about that rather than like preaching it to like people in the strip club out of note, can you imagine you as a stripper, you're backing it up, you're busting down, you're throwing it back. And someone's like with a megaphone, like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's just like, yeah, you can see some fruit in that, but what are you doing, babes? Ugh, like, what are you like? People did not, people came to, there's people that do that at the gas station. Like there's one lady at, oh, near Wawa over here. If you know, you know. She has a megaphone and I'm like, thanks for, you know, building me up in the word or whatever. But like, I came here to pump gas. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not even mad at it. I'm personally, it does not bother me, but I do see what people were saying. Like, that's not, we did not like nobody asked for that. <laughs> like Nobody came for that. But again, God will get the glory. Like God has used that. And I think it's fabulous. So I'm not mad at it. I don't take a stance other than like, it is what it is. I've seen both sides. And it is what it is. And period. And poof. I'm here for God giving glory. Amen. Shandarere. Glory to God. Glory a Dios. So that's my stance on it. Like, I got any of that. But then I've seen crusades. Like I was just saying, like a Jonathan Shuttlesworth. He rented out a space. He had a stage. He had musicians. He had everything. And he invited people to come. And the, and it wasn't like something these people knew was going to happen. 
he was just preaching and people were there and day by day the numbers grew attendance and salvation and then he's he just i think he just finished another crusade and this was like what last month and it's it's october what six this happened september like mid-december mid-september excuse me through the end so it's like hello so that's what i'm saying like it's just different like if you make a space for people to come hear the gospel i just think it yields better success but every soul matters. Every single soul matters, regardless. That's my stance on it. So I was just like, oh, I just don't think it's that worth it, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think it's that worth it. I think you can have better ways to yield a harvest. Like, why why sacrifice it? I'm not saying that God can't use that. I've heard and I've seen, literally have seen God use it. But you asked my opinion, and that's my opinion. I was like, I just think that there's better ways to yield success than a harvest. Let's have a crusade. Let's invite people in the community, the same people that you're reaching out to get candy from you. Let's invite those people and hear the gospel. Let's have a crusade. Let's preach the gospel. A lot of Christians attend gospel crusades, which is great. But at the same time, it's like, that's not for you. That's for the hurting. That's for the loss. The same way where Jesus was like, I didn't come for the people, for the Pharisees, Sadducees, all those, those people. He didn't come for the people that already knew the word and got it. He came for the broken. He came for the sick. He came for the people that need him. Not the people that are good. Like, oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you'll be with me in heaven. Cool. Cool beans. Just receive me as your Lord and Savior, babes. Thanks. No, there is, again, Jesus all in the Bible. He always, like, identified his purpose, the audience that he's here for. And obviously, by the love of God, that was made available for mankind, not just the people group for mankind, you know? So it's like there. Likewise, I think Christians should do the same. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to preach. Have some standards like I'm not going to preach the gospel. Yeah, but you can win souls. OK. Yeah, I can also win souls doing it this way, doing it a better way. There's a better way. Come on. Uh, people like to dangle that over people's heads. You could win souls if you do it like that. There's better ways I can do this with integrity where my reputation isn't tarred. Is that the right English word? My reputation isn't like ruined because reputation is very important. You could ruin your reputation in a second. You cannot build your reputation in a second though, but it can completely crumble in a second with one decision. So that's important. That's something worth protecting. So that's why I just don't think it's like, worth it and secondly like it causes contention in the church obviously you shouldn't make any decisions based off of what causes drama no god should be the one behind every decision that a leadership or a leader makes regarding the flock of christ and if your leader celebrates it or not that's your leader that's what you're under honor your leader honor your leader if it's wrong hopefully you are wise and Bring it up to your leader alone, not through every person in the church and then being like, and I'm, I'm if you genuinely are like, this bothers me. I just want to know. I want to understand, you know, why you made this decision leader. Go to your leader and have that conversation with them. A lot of things are misconstrued and a lot of things can get confused without clear communication and understanding of intention. So communicate well. I don't I've learned not to take that stuff personally I just don't I just don't participate if that's honestly how I feel about it I'm not serving in like a hallelujah or Halloween thing that's just genuinely that's my conviction is I don't really feel like I should be participating I don't want to associate with that it's just not for me it's just not a night that looks good like I just don't care to participate in anything that has to do with like demonic activity witchcraft and evilness it's just i'm not even trying to be dramatic is that's just the flat out truth that's it is that's that's where it thrives babes it's not a secret it's not hidden like i was saying with witch talk and all that stuff people are very like public and like very like open about oh yeah halloween is where it is for this oh yeah this is what it's for yeah halloween is how we this community does that and that's where we yeah that's where we go all out that's our thing like I'm sorry. You want me to? No, no, thanks, babes. I'm not interested. It's not my thing. It's not my vibe. So, um, yeah. So 
that's the topic like Halloween. That's what I told my professor. I was like, that was my answer. And then because, you know, that's my answer. I'm already prepared knowing that people don't might not agree, might agree. I don't care. Like, I'm not fighting anyone about it. That's just me. If you want to do what you want to do, I don't have to answer for your life. I don't care. Like, I made my stance known, and that's that. Like, period. Like, you're literally going to do... The same way I'm not there in the toilet watching you wipe your bum because your butt stinks. Okay? I'm not going to... I'm not going to be watching every step you make in life. Well, I'll let you know what I think is a smart decision when asked. <laughs> or via podcast. But at the end of the day, babes, past me already saying what I believe, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It's your decision, babes. I don't care. I made my face known. I'm I'm just going to continue. Like, I'm not fighting people over, like, what I think they should do in their lives. You, you're, you're an adult. I can't control your life. And I won't. And I refuse. So when I said that, I was thinking, like, people are going to be like, oh, my God. But, like, yeah, well, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I just think Christians are so dramatic. But then I was surprised to hear a majority of the room were like, I peeped it. It's getting darker. It's getting weirder. Like before I used to think like, oh, that was just what the church, the old church moms would say. But now it's getting clear to me. Like, mm, that's actually the, that's the move. Like it's demonic. Like that's just, that's how it rolls. That's it. That's just what it is. And I just don't feel totally comfortable with that aspect of that. That was the stance that a lot of people were taking. And one other lady, I remember she was like, oh yeah. Like before I was like totally into it. Cause I didn't see it like that. I didn't know there was that in it until I personally just started rec- realizing and just seeing some things. And then I heard a sermon, not a sermon, like a girl who used to be a witch. There's like this popular girl. She's like mixed or something. If you've seen her, you've seen her. She used to be a witch and she's on Facebook and Instagram, like huge on Instagram. And she was like, Christians, please don't. And she was like, I saw that video and I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. I'm just, no, this just, that's, they, I just noticing in my own life. People are starting to just peep it and just get more turned off. Like they're just not as like even just not even like they're just not as excited for like Halloween. They're just not as whatever. Like it doesn't affect them. You know what I mean? And for that reason, they're just like, I don't care if I celebrate it or not. And I remember talking to somebody, just somebody, a Christian and a institution was um, and you don't even try to be like, yeah, I know what you talk about. You don't. Because the funny thing about me, baby, is that I know a lot of Christians and I know a lot of institutions, Christian institutions. So suck on that. So and there were, she was telling me um, like, oh, yeah, this specific Christian institution was trying to figure out what to do on Halloween, whether whether or not they should continue and, you know, just other stuff like that. And I was like, wow, that's so interesting because because I'm noticing I'm just noticing that people are starting to be like, mm, wait a minute, let's just considering that more that topic more of Halloween and all that stuff. Uh, again, I'm not, hopefully you don't receive this as something like, I'm so, I hate this. Oh, like, okay, I'm just, um, no. I, don't, I just, I just go to work. <laughs> or just stay home. Like I might, this Halloween, cause it's coming up in like what, 25 days? Yeah, it's August, it's October 6th today. This Halloween, I think I'm going to, um, I don't know. I have pre-recorded Christmas movies. I could watch that. If I'm not babysitting, which I don't think I would, because there's one night that I did babysit. There was one night, like three, two, three years ago, I just went to school because I had class, night class. I just went to school. I was like, what is I'll get some candy tomorrow. Um, yeah, and that's it. It's just. You know, it's, uh, it's, no, I don't think Christians should be even trying to fight their way into that spot. Nobody's asking us to be there. No one needs us. Let them have fun. Let's just let, let other people have fun. And there was this other guy in my class that was like, yeah, actually, we do have a Halloween alternative. Not Halloween, Halloween, but like the dressing up alternative. He was like, Purim, Purim. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, Purim is a literal holiday in Israel where you wear a costume and it's, um, I think, like, inspired off of, like, Esther or something like that. Like, because Esther had to, something in Esther and Mordecai Child in the Bible. I don't know. Yeah, you have to Google it. But for that reason, we do Purim and we dress up and we wear costumes. And there's candy, too. He was just like, there's just no, like, demonic, like, 
association to it. It's just, it's like biblical. And I was like, oh my, because I never, I never heard of, I've, I, maybe I've heard that word, like, you know, Rosh Hashanah, like all these random Jewish celebrations and holidays that I'm just, I don't know the definition to. Rosh Hashanah is coming up, I think. Is that, am I saying that right? So I was like, oh, bet. Oh, I didn't know that we had that already. And he's like, yeah, it's not a Halloween. It's just, a, it's a, its own complete separate date. But we have a holiday, we have a dressing up thing. Like Jews, like they have that. I was like, why don't we just do that? If we want to dress up this bad, like, I think it would have been dope if we would have continued Purim everywhere. And we'd be like, oh yeah, the Christians do this and they give out candy. Yeah, then people would be like, oh, I get free candy? Absolutely. Because Christmas, and I've heard an argument where it was actually a pagan holiday too. And somehow Christians took that too. And we're like, baby Jesus. And I don't know. Again, like, yeah, they celebrate Christmas in Africa and all this stuff. But it's not like a originally African thing. I think that's a result of globalization again. So it's like, to me, again, being from an ethnic household, my parents didn't celebrate Christmas the way Americans celebrate Christmas like that at all. Um, so it was just like, I just had, I had to learn a lot of things in America, like at a big age. Because we just didn't do stuff. We just I didn't do it at all, or we just didn't we didn't go full send like everybody else. So this this like Christmas, all we do, my dad literally just goes to his kids and is like, "How much you want?" And we just go, we just do our own shopping. So I mean, it's it's not it's really not like a big deal to me. I love Christmas because it's a, such a it's genuinely such a joyous, pure time of the year. I think it's the best. Um. But I'm like, dang, we, if we could have just went hard for Purim, bro, bro, it would have been so fire. It would have been so lit. So I was like, I'm sorry. It's just like, I'm like, okay, well, what are we doing then? Like, what, why are we even fighting a battle? Like, just drop out. Just be like, mm, I'm chill. If you want to dress up that bad, we have our, we literally have our own holiday, babes. And it would be cool if we did our own thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. So. That's my stance on it. I think logically it just makes no sense to even associate that. Like, it's none of our business. Literally none of our business. I'm not fighting to be in a space no one invited me to. Uh, I'm just not interested. I don't care. People are going to do what they want. It, there's no Christian themes in it. There's no, it's just not. So if you're a Christian and that's your identity, like, why bother joining? But people are going to do what they want regardless. But I've just also been peeping, too, just to summarize. People have been noticing that about Halloween. Their feelings haven't have been being like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. That's, I just don't really care for it like that. I've just been peeping that. Maybe that's something God's, like, doing in the body of Christ where it's like, we don't have to do this, y'all. Because, you know, obviously, as the return of Jesus grows nigh and nigh, near and near, comes near and near, God, it's like there's a pruning going on because the Bible says that God's going to prune. Like, if you don't, if you don't bear fruit, he'll, you're cut out and cast into fire. But for the people that are fruitful, God prunes you even more so you can bear more fruit. So there's a pruning. There's a, it's a time of, of, um, um, sifting. There's a time of pruning. This is a time of like getting tried by fire. This is a time of like, you know, like God's like really like doing a work in his bride because he's coming back for a pure and spotless bride. So that's what we need to be. And he's, by the grace of God, he's, he wants us to be there and get there and because he will come back for that, period. And if you're not that, then you're not the bride, babes. And if you are, then you are. Receive him. So it's just like I've noticed, I'm just noticing like a stir in the Christian body, the body of Christ where people are pursuing holiness more. People are having greater convictions in areas. People are like, no, actually, I just realized that's not what I want. Like I'm noticing on another topic, people, well, I might cover this too. People are choosing to just not listen to secular music anymore. It just, it just doesn't do for me what worship music or just Christian music, like music with Christian themes in it, or like, you know, just something Christian about it does. Um, obviously that requires people to make better sounding music. that doesn't sound like K love music. And there are people out there. There are, I'm actually very proud of this generation for creating trendy trendy sounding music or music that doesn't sound like freaking bullcrap or like boo-boo you know just nasty sound just ugly sounding music that are just so contemporary oh god you are faithful yeah uh, everything sounds chick-fil-a everything just sounds like that i'm tired 
you know like i have a whole playlist it's called turn african praise and it on the low low sounds like club music and i'll be i'll be getting out but it's all praise it's all worship so you can make praise worship does not have to sound like caleb music it doesn't have to have sound contemporary i'm proud of i'm seriously so proud of this generation because i'm noticing a lot of independent solo artists like upcoming artists or whatever are starting to be like we don't have to sound like y'all we can make our own sounds we can sound like actually cool sounding music <laughs> you know that your kids are people already like we just want pure content that builds us up and i think that's i i think that's dope i love that i pr- i celebrate that i celebrate that so i'm noticing that in the body like people are starting to be like i want to be more committed like i want to just devote more to god i just ah i just uh ah, i'm noticing that and i applaud that so that's why i'm not even trying to put like a, a whip down on this subject because I'm, I'm already peeping god doing something in the body of christ where he's like turning people's hearts towards him more and people are being like yeah god i i see that and i just don't have a i don't have a taste for the things of the world anymore it's just yeah you know and i love that so that's that's all i gotta say about that that's all I have to say. Um, yeah. So keep that in mind. Just something to consider. I think is worth considering. Like, will you celebrate Halloween this year? And why? Like, if it's just a fun night to you, then it's a fun night to you. But I would encourage you to just be, just don't be ignorant. Just like, don't just like, that's not true. Don't just be, just know what you're like associating with. That's all. Like, that's literally it. And if you're still okay with that, then you're okay with that. You made your choice. And if you're not, then you're not. Just don't be ignorant per per and um the whole thing about christmas and being a pagan holiday now that's interesting i have to research that and look into that i don't doubt it (laughs) i don't doubt it and i only don't doubt it because for me in my perspective that's a more western or european type holiday that's not like an ethnic other ethnic type of holiday that's typical that's like i don't when i think of christmas i don't think of nigerians coming together and singing Faru forays, Daru Dore's welcome, like the freaking Grinch song. No, I don't think of, no. <laughs> I think of Waihite people come together in the cold singing that. I don't think of Africans of villages trading presents, okay? Uh, because it's just not. I think about Elsa and S- Scandinavian people. I don't, I don't know what the freak they are. Anyways, that's that. I hope you have a great day and everything like that. Um, Allow God to to give you greater convictions because it's always worth it seriously um yeah have that conversation i'm that's a very interesting conversation to have by the way no i have nothing else to say that was the conversation we had in class like last year and it just we just our resolution was like it's complicated it's a it's either you go you do or you don't but it just makes more sense now to just not it's just not worth it and i think the professor was like yeah i actually like i just think yeah i just think he, and he was like if you do don't post it because you're gonna get backlash <laughs> anyways <laughs> that's it have you hope you have a great day i love you one love